0: Hello everyone and welcome to Snappy to host the podcast where we talk about hosting servers and more. I'm Ashwati and joining me on the podcast per usual is Bhagyashree.
1: Hello everyone, hope you're all doing great. Today we are going to be talking about dedicated server security specifically we are going to discuss some of the things that you can do to enhance the security of your dedicated server
0: yeah so dedicated servers are known to be secure fast and all those amazing things but it's important to understand that to be able to be secure and fast because of two things one the sheer amount of resources that you have to have at your disposal and second is because it gives you complete freedom to do whatever you want and You can use this control to improve the security situation of your server.
1: One of the first things you can do is to change the default SSH port. By default, the SSH port number is 22. And if you leave it at that, the problem is that you're making life easy for bots that are brute force tools to hack your server. By changing the default setting, you're completely mitigating the problem.
0: Spot on. And the other very easy thing that you can do is make sure that your OS and all your apps are up to date. This is far more important than people realize, to be honest. I think updates usually come with security patches to new vulnerabilities that are constantly being spotted. When you update your OS and your apps, you're closing those loopholes. This is very important and not difficult to do. Though it might get like slightly tedious at times, but definitely take this as a PSA for sure.
1: Yeah you are updating your apps take a look at them and see if you have software that you aren't really using like with a home pc there are a lot of default programs that are installed when you get a dedicated server some of it will be very useful a lot of it may not be if you don't use an application remove it the reasoning is quite
0: simple actually no application or program is unhackable to be honest so the more apps you have the more risk you're exposed to theoretically speaking actually in the same breath make sure that only applications that need internet connection for optimal performances have access to great or to go online right that that's that's like like one of the quickest things that i can think of
1: Uh, The reasoning again is quite similar. Every time an app goes online, it's potentially exposed to an attack. Now some programs need a connection to work properly. So you can't do much about it, but a lot of apps don't, so disable internet access to those apps. Once you've done all this, it's time to look at disabling a
0: few PHP settings. Now whether you can do these things or not varies from use case to use case to be honest. But for most people, these things should be just fine. So the first thing to disable where it's called allow underscore URL underscore F open setting. I'm just going to repeat myself. So the first thing that you need to disable is what's called allow underscore URL underscore F open setting. This setting basically lets PHP treat any URL as a file. That's not a bad thing necessarily. But some applications use include Nf open statements incorrectly. So when that happens, you get, you are ex- exposed to risks.
1: Yeah, the other couple of commands to disable are um, allow URL include and register globals. So, allow URL include isn't really used by any PHP applications these days. The use cases are very very rare, so it's best to just disable it. The really important one to disable though is register globals. This basically lets global PHP variables to be set at any runtime through a given URL. The problem with this is that it enables hackers to simply arbitrarily modify PHP variables. The result, you can be subject to SQL injection attacks and basically any cyber attack that works on the principle of arbitrary code injection. So, register globals needs to be disabled.
0: And mind you, these are just some important things that you need to do. As you work more and more on your server, you'll find various vulnerabilities. The advantage of dedicated servers, of course, is that you can fix these problems just like that. That being said, there are some of the big ones to do right away. So we hope you get to it. And also, you've learned something useful from this podcast. We're obviously out of time again. We'll be back with more, of course. And before we leave, a quick shout out to our sponsors, HostGator, for their support. You can check out their plans for cloud hosting, shared hosting, VPS hosting, and much more on their website, www.hostgator.in. Until we're back, stay safe, stay vigilant. Ciao.